This is Stephen Dominguez of the Pure BS Podcast and the Science Faction Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Your attention, please. The Magic Our Way Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lostavica. Come join the Mile Weekend Nation on social media and at magicarway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our, Our Way podcast. podcast. Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs, talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> And as always, to join in the discussion, we have our resident comic geniuses from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory and Miss Hannah Ivory. How y'all doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, we're doing great, Eli. You, you, sound, you sound a little different today, Eli. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the pills. So, uh, you know, that, that's helping. Oh, so those pills help you with your, your higher range voice, I guess. That's it. I'm trying to be a falsetto since I can't leave the house. So I'm trying to start singing on the internet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, that sounds very good. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Hannah and I are both here, so uh, just wanted to go ahead and uh, let the people know how y'all doing, and just hang in there. Clean those hands. Yeah, clean those. Clean hands. those hands. It is tough social distancing myself from you guys, but um, yeah, in these times and days, yeah, we got to do what we got to do in order to get a show out, right? That's right. Like they say, the show's got to keep the show rolling. I think it says something about our friendships that we don't trust each other enough to be in the same room with one another right now, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, we just got short mic cords, so it wouldn't have worked out in the studio. That's all. I mean, I thought we were close. No, there are boundaries. There are points where we're like, yeah, I can't be in the room with you, dude. Oh, uh, no, that's fine. Look, I, I don't want nobody getting sick. I don't want nobody making me sick. This this stuff's crazy. I mean, I'm paranoid just to go to work, but that's just me normally because I'm already allergic to work. So, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of sick, we have a resident. <laughs> go ahead yeah, well, yeah, speaking of, uh, speaking of like distance, every day is a uh, resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lasavica. How you doing, Lee? I'm good, man. I'm just over here uh, enjoying my coronation, uh, hanging out at the house and watching a crapload of movies. I probably watched more movies in the last three days than I've watched in the last year. But, uh, man, I'm just, uh, as always, glad to hang out with you guys for at least an hour or so and then 
enjoy your company, if, if not virtually enjoy it. How, how many of those movies involve women in prison? <laughs> you like this? <laughs> you know, it's those, movie, it's those movies that you know, go to the hotel and it says the movie titles will not appear on your bill, <laughs> except for those certain movies that cost twelve ninety five. So, all right, so guys, okay. Uh, mm. Before we get to a five minute <laughs> intro, um, we've got a great show for you today because we have a very special guest. Danny, would you like to let him know what the special guest is? When it comes to Disney Entertainment, we have the Podfather himself, Jim Hill, on the podcast today. Awesome, man. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Glad to have him back on the show. That's going to be awesome to chat with him Absolutely. about uh, all kind of stuff. Yeah, coronavirus. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the projects that were in place that mm, might be in a state of flux right now. We're going to talk about a yeah. bunch of different things. Yeah, maybe hopefully some a little bit reopening news. Who knows? We, we'll, we'll check yes. that out. See what he has to say about that, right? Keep hope alive. Yes. So, guys, look, let's get to all the fun and get to some of the information. Uh, so, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some magic. Welcome to the hub. Now, although your Magic Our Way hosts are Disney fan podcasters with their own right, we are also listeners of Disney fan podcasts as well. So, if you're any kind of Disney fan at all, you should know the name of our very special guest for today. He has numerous podcasts to his name, and the show that is the most significant for us is The Disney Dish, which he does with Len Testa. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, Mr. Jim Hill. How you doing, Jim? Um, I, I guess I'm doing as well as anybody who's a Disney fan right now, so it's... Uh, <laughs> we live in interesting times, gentlemen. We live in interesting times. Yes. I told it to my daughter the other day. She's like, Daddy, how long is this going to happen? And I'm like, baby, we're living through history right now. This has not happened where the world has shut down like this. I mean, viruses and play, this stuff has happened, but never this reaction before. Well, and I remember in, I want to say uh, it was March of 2011, there was uh, the earthquake in Japan. And, you know, I mean, literally that entire country shut down. But, you know, for the Disney side of the fence, uh, it was 2.30 in the afternoon and they had 70,000 people inside of both of the parks and in the hotels. And, uh, you know, I, I, actually, have you guys seen, well, who am I talking to here? Of course, you've seen the Imagineering <laughs> story, uh, oh, God, the, the yeah. six part, yeah, yeah, the thing that Leslie Iwerks did, uh, wonderful six-part documentary series but they actually have footage of a the earthquake happening in the park so you get to see light stanchions and that sort of thing but then you get to see the cast members uh who you know they they, they all transportation in japan had shut down because they would have geez over the just the next week they'd have like 700 earthquakes you know aftershocks and so no one was allowed to leave the park so they had to stay inside the park uh and they oh fed them and comforted them, and eventually, in a, a day or so, they were allowed, you know, to sort of make their way out to transportation and go home. But uh, that park stayed closed for six weeks. So, um, you know, they they do they've had some experience like this. We we on the other hand have not. So, I mean, you know, a couple of little temporary closures. You know, I mean, I know, uh, you know, uh, Disneyland and Disney World closed the morning of. 
9-11, but, and mm-hmm. they really don't like to talk about that, but that's because they were considered a target. Um, but, you know, they, they opened up uh, the next day or so. But yeah, we're, we're in a, a different place right now with all 12 parks worldwide shut down and, you know, cruise line shut down and the Disney stores shut down. And, um, you know, <laughs> you've you got to wonder who had the crystal ball at Disney and said, yeah, we really want to have Disney Plus launch by November. You know? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, that was Bob Iger, of course. Well, yeah, and, and speaking of which, uh, doesn't this all seem rather interesting that Bob oh, steps yeah. down on February 25th? I mean, um, yep. you know, and just four days after that, Tokyo uh, goes down uh, for till, well, originally March 15th. And I want to say back on the 11th of this month, they extended out to early April, but um yeah that's the story i'm hearing from disney insiders basically was that you know he comes in on monday he gets the reports about you know uh you know because shanghai and and uh, hong kong had already closed at this point and it's just sort of like this is coming and you know and what this is going to do to every division of the company and it's just sort of like if you think about you know if we were talking about 2019 that's the year that Disney has seven billion dollar hits at the box office, and you know, uh, you know, it opens Galaxy's Edge, and you know, I mean, and uh, that had hiccups, but overall was considered, you know, at least from a retail point of success. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like, and Bob had already pretty much announced that he was stepping out the door in you know two thousand one, and it was just sort of to go from the Super Bowl victory year to. Oh, <laughs> this is what <laughs> 2020 is going to be. Hey, Bob Chapek, get in here. Hey, congratulations. You got the big seat. You know, I'll, I'll be a creative executive. I'll, you know, or, so what is it? Creative chair or, or executive chairman. That's yeah, the title. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. And from somebody who openly admitted in his autobiography, I'm not a creative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I, I, I'm sure you guys saw the same thing earlier this week about, you know, especially given what happened with the Disney stock price, how a number of, you know, financial investors were kind of looking at Apple and it's like, wow, you know, is this when you make your move on Disney? Because uh, there's always been little whiffs and whispers about, you know, those two finally getting together and, um, you know, it's. You know, not that we want want to launch a conspiracy theory here, but Bob Iger did step down, did did resign from Apple's board of directors uh, back in September of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was supposedly because Apple had its own subscription streaming service, and Disney was about to get up out of the ground, and you know it just didn't seem prudent for for Bob to be on the board of Apple and be privy to what they were going to be doing with their streaming services, so he resigned and stepped away. Or did he do that because, you know, he wanted one last big deal before, you know, uh, he did right off into the sunset. <laughs> and I I don't know. I, I Now, you know. Jim, the people with the tinfoil hats out there on their keyboards, they're, they're going crazy right now. Jim Hill is saying that there is a conspiracy afoot for Apple to control Disney. No, what Jim Hill is saying is that there were people who actually did. You know, again, you you can look at the reports, you know, I mean, again, 
you know, face it, you know, guys who covered the, the uh, you know, covered the financial history were at this point getting kind of tired, like, ah, the drow's had its worst day. Oh, hang on, there's tomorrow. That's the worst day. Okay. Uh, you know, so they were looking for <laughs> some, you know, uh, some good news. And, you know, and the notion that on the other side of all of this mess that, you know, Apple would swallow Disney or they'd merge or however it would work. Uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, Disney, uh, in fact, just, uh, you know, the fact that Disney did what it did earlier this week. They, you know, announced what they were going to do. Uh, I don't know if you saw they were selling bonds that won't mature, yes. some of them, till uh, 2050. Mm -hmm. um, but they've raised in two days, you know, uh, you know what was it? Six billion dollars. Yes. You know, so, um, yeah, I I don't think we necessarily need to worry about Disney. And I think on the other side of this, there will be a Walt Disney Company. It's mm -hmm. you know, it's everybody else. I'm a little concerned about at this point. So, absolutely. Speaking of the whole uh, bonds and stock prices thing, I was, I was watching a whole conversation about whether this is a good time to buy into Disney stock because I guess this, mm -hmm. the price is so low at this time, knowing that it could it'll definitely come back up. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 the thing right now is um, nobody can tell you definitively when Disney gets back to the way it was in January. You know, I mean, you know, with with you know theme parks around the world, with movie theaters, you know, uh, you know, showing their films, which in turn then get sold on Blu-ray and DVD, which in turn then show up on Disney Plus. I mean, there was, there was a whole business model in place there that's been disrupted. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it's, you know, I, I think that's the thing that's so concerning about this is that, I mean, just think about just last weekend on Friday, uh, we had Governor Newsom of California um, put out word that, you know, to the effect of any non-essential meeting of 250 people or more uh, was canceled in the state of California. And what was kind of interesting is that Bob Iger himself was having conversations with Governor Newsom. And he actually, I, as I understand it for a time, got a special dispensation for Disneyland that, you know, he'd argued that, you know, well, look, you know, we're Disneyland, you know, we're, we're renowned for our cleanliness and we just turbocharged it for the parks, you know, and we have, you know, ways in place for social distancing and that sort of thing. And so he and Newsom cut a deal. And then to Bob's credit, I, he, you know, and again, I've got to remember that Chapek is really the one calling mm -hmm. the shots here. They decided it would probably more be more prudent if everywhere else was closed down. It kind of sends the wrong message. <laughs> it's shelter your homes, but also go to Disneyland. So um, <laughs> by Friday night, uh, you know, a Disneyland Resort announced it was closing. Well, Disney World announced it was closing. And it was all that domino, that you know, 250 people domino that, that Governor Newsom knocked down. And then, what was it? Uh, Sunday, the CDC tightens that goal. They're the ones saying, mm -hmm. really, it's uh, meetings of people of 50 or more. You really shouldn't do that. Uh, and by, I want to say, Monday, 
you know, President Trump in a White House briefing is saying, you know, mind you, he's saying it with 16 people on stage with him, but it's like no, you know, gatherings of 10 people or more. It's like, you know, it's like you should probably turn around and tell, you know, six people to get off the stage. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, you know, at, at, at that point, you know, how do you operate a Disney park uh, like that? And... I, I don't know. Have you guys seen any of the coverage of the sort of limited reopening of Disney Town uh, at Shanghai Disneyland? In Shanghai? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I've seen that. I've seen an announcement by Legoland. They're, they're saying mm-hmm. they're going to reopen on a limited basis and have certain attractions not open. So that's that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting as far as uh, you know Shanghai and Legoland, uh, those uh, areas that got hit first with this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. what the timeline may look like for the rest of the parks or for the rest of us. Yeah, they call it like phased reopenings. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, did you see the footage of how, uh, you know, uh, how you, you have to gain entrance to the park? If folks literally, I mean, and again, this is just the the retail component, the mm-hmm. Disney towns, the shops, the restaurants, that sort of thing, outside of the theme park. You have to go through a tent where they have thermal imaging, and uh-huh. you know, this is security person sitting there watching every person on the monitor to see what their their sort of their heat signature is. Yeah. Mm. And if you come across, if you read hotter than a hundred, I want to say it's a hundred point four degrees. Uh, they politely uh, <laughs> turn you around and send you home. Uh, you can't come to the park that way. Um, you know, it's and it, it, the weird part of it is, is that it was actually uh, I want to say Universal Studios Singapore. Okay, uh, you know, <laughs> that was uh, when everything else in Asia was closed. Uh, you know, that, that stayed open, but that was largely because the Sinesta World Resort they have a one of those uh, aquarium things that are that they typically build next to Legoland's. I'm blanking the name. Uh, along with the Universal, um, but um, yeah, they have two giant casinos there uh, and six hotels and it's, you know, it's, it's like Vegas. It's like, you know, we have to keep the casinos going, Uh, (laughs) you know, in fact, I I don't know if you guys saw the story, especially given what's going on in Vegas right now where they are, you know, finally admitting, okay, you know, we, we need to shut down. But there was one Vegas vet who was talking about how, uh, he worked on the bomb squad in, in Las Vegas, and it was so crucial to keep the casinos going 24-7 that, you know, for example, if, you know, if there was an explosive device found out uh, on the strip, there was actually a procedure in place to deal with it, you know, the, the explosive device, but still keep the casino across the street running. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing. We're, we're in kind of terra incognito when it comes to mm-hmm. all of these vacation destinations. And, in fact, I, I really, I guess the, the travel agent of the group should comment most about this. So, you know, what sort of inquiries are you getting? Not a lot right now. <laughs> Not a lot of inquiries at all. Um, mm-hmm. You've got a lot of people that are booked for, let's say, April, May, June, mm-hmm. um, who are concerned right now. But mm-hmm. um, the good thing is that Disney is really taking care of the people that have had to cancel 
or mm-hmm. that they canceled basically. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's been, in it, there shouldn't be anyway, but there's been no, you know, changing fees or cancellation fees, anything of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. Our own uh, co-host here, Danny, he's got a, a cruise in April that was canceled and, um, you know, they're going to give him an extra 25% on top of what he paid if he'll rebook uh, at a later date. So, yeah. you know, they're definitely trying to take care of the consumer and, and get them, you know, they're ultimately they'd like them to come back, of course. Um, they don't want anyone to have to cancel and they don't want to have to cancel anyone's vacations again. You know, these mm-hmm. are once in a lifetime vacations for many people. So uh, it's definitely, you know, a, a different thing every day, uh, even sometimes every hour that changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, as you alluded to, when, when Disneyland announced that they were, you know, had the ability to stay open, you mm-hmm. know, that was, that changed uh, within hours. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that was no longer true or either that or they decided not to use that option. But either way, you know, this, the, the ins and outs of this thing can change uh, from the time you wake up in the morning until the time you uh, need to go to bed in the evening. Uh, you've got a different procedure. And, uh, mostly, again, I would just reiterate that Disney has been very, very good about uh, taking care of people that they have been inconvenienced by this and, and making sure they, they, they try to get back to the park uh, sooner than later. Well, and speaking of get, getting back to the park, though, I mean, face it, the drumbeat began a year ago for the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World. And mm-hmm. there is construct. I mean, you know, just, you know, you know I, I don't think there's any person happier on the planet than Kevin Rafferty in that they they got, you know, Mickey and Minnie's <laughs> Runaway Railway open and everyone loved it. And then, oh, we're closed. Yep. But, you know, but there were projects all over property, whether it's the Galactic Star Cruiser or Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind or, you know, Remy. for Matt, you know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. You know, and with the tick and the with with the ticking clock of uh, the fiftieth, you know, basically supposed to start on January first, and you know, the tough initially Disney thought they were going to be able to turn a negative into a positive in that, well, okay, so the parks are closed, but we have this, you know, no bigger gathering than two hundred and fifty people at one time, and it's like, well, you know, I mean. Uh, a construction crew on site, we can limit, you know, a construction crew to 250 people. And, you know, most of the time they're already wearing breathers because of construction dust and that sort of thing. So we're good. We're good. But then, you know, when the CDC came out two days later and said, no, that's 50. And then when the president himself said a day later that, you know, limited to two groups of 10, you know, you can't work a construction yeah. site with just 10 guys. And so... All of this stuff goes in mothballs, and um, and then it's like you, you know, seriously, nobody knows at this point how long it's actually going to take to flatten the curve. Uh, you know, it's just you know that that I, I've if you talk with the guys who work on the movie theater side of the fence, they're hoping, you know, with you know so many of the theaters now in the country, you know, completely dark. Uh, they're, they're really pulling for that six week, you know, shutdown, uh, you know, the, you know, the 12 week one, which would put us out to June is just like, no, we don't want to talk about that scenario. And to have, again, president Trump himself say, eh, July could be August. Where where does that put all of, all of these things? So, 
Well, that was the number one question that our listeners had for you. Like when we let them know, hey, Jim's going to be on the show. Everyone wanted us to ask you whether or not this is going to interrupt plans for the the 50th. Um, you know, again, you know, Magic 8-Ball, you know, know, and you have to understand that this is every construction project in Orlando. You know, in fact, that's... um, you know the, uh, you know Governor Scott there. Uh, you know, uh, you know. In fact, that I think that's the real irony is that he had already self quarantined when all of this was going down, and it was um, he was really kind of behind the eight ball. But you know, the reality is that you know Florida's you know so much of Florida's economy is driven by tourism. And, you know, they, everybody was counting on the big year that Disney was going to have in 2021 because, you know, folks coming to town, uh, you know, they were also going to go over to Universal and check out that, you know, that Jurassic World coaster that we're not supposed to know about, you know, <laughs> uh, and, you know, and the, the Sea Worlds of, of the, you know, especially Sea World, you know, they were, they were going to hope for, you know, parents who came for, Mickey and Minnie's, uh, you know, would come down to check out the new Sesame Street land. And I mean, the fact that, you know, Disney may not have all of these marquee attractions and, you know, things like Galactic Star Cruiser ready because they lose. I mean, it's one thing to have a wet spring where you lose maybe a week or two. Uh, you know, your, your construction project slides like that. I mean, that's that's what happened in 2014 with... Um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. That was originally supposed to open uh, for the Memorial Day weekend that year. It didn't, uh, ultimately didn't open until July 14th. Uh, but you, know, you, you, can, you can handle that. You can handle a few weeks slide. It's months uh, mm-hmm. where, where things are at a complete standstill. Uh, and again, the ripple effect down yeah. the line. Yeah, it's, it is, I mean, I, I wish I had better news but uh, you know again I you know I know Florida is pushing hard uh, you know for you know to the effect of uh, you know just you know do we have an answer when when, when have we flattened the curve um, and on the other hand if you talk with the CDC people they are the ones who are really stomping on the brake because they're the ones who have the historical data. You know, I mean, for example, from the Spanish flu outbreak in the States. And, and by the way, have you ever heard the real story of the Spanish flu, how um, it was one of the War Powers Act that Wilson signed that <laughs> you, you couldn't, you know, during the war, you, you know, for, to, 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 you know the, the, the concern was to impact public morale. So you couldn't say anything bad. Uh, about the United States during this period, if you remember the press, that sort of thing. And so right. uh, what ends up <laughs> happening is that the Spanish flu actually gets started with U.S. troops in France. Uh, and, and in fact, it's when they come back to the States, uh, you know, return home to their families and all that, that it, it really begins outbreak. But it, it actually caught on in in the hospital, you know, the U.S. Army hospitals in France, you know, all, all these guys in pro- close proximity who'd just come out of the trenches. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily the outbreak in the fall of 1919, again, the first outbreak that, that caused trouble. It was the second outbreak. 
in the spring of 2020 that killed the most people in the States. And that's that's what the CDC people are most concerned about. That's why they're like, look, you know, you have to, you know, that's, you know, why Newsom did what he did. You know, if you think about, you know, my daughter's out in, in California right now dealing with the whole shelter in place thing. And in fact, Len is, is down in New York right now, uh, you, know, oh, no. you know, you know, dealing with the, the shelter in place thing. And, oh, goodness. Um, you know, if the CDC has its way, it's like, look, we, we need to legitimately flatten the curve. And if that means we have to extend the shelter in place, that's what we should do. And, um, and, and to give Disney credit, um, they seem to have gotten that message fairly quickly and, and you know, were nimble enough to do things like, you know, what they did last weekend where, uh, you know, Frozen uh, 2, you know, uh, you know, they moved up, uh, you know, its debut on Disney Plus. Uh, and then right, just yeah. this past Friday, you know, announcing that uh, Onward would be... Um, you know, uh, available, uh, you know, I think it was five o'clock yesterday afternoon. Uh, you know, you could order the uh, digital HD version and mm-hmm. then on April 3rd, um, you know, would then be available on Disney Springs. Or to me, <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, I didn't understand uh, the idea behind making it available digital download because, yeah, I, I get that aspect of it. People aren't yeah. going to the theaters, but why only uh, a week, week and a half? Well, okay. Um, actually, I, I, I want to make sure I credit Drew Kick, uh, uh, Drew Taylor with, with this insight. Um, face it, you know, uh, when Disney Plus goes live in November of last year, we all lose our minds for the Mandalorian. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this cool Star Wars thing that's like, you know, you know, uh, high plains drifter. You know, it's like a Clint Eastwood movie meets, you know, uh, Clone Wars. But then there were only eight episodes, and then it's like, yeah, you know, that's you know, it's really appointment viewing to watch, uh, you know, uh, Timmy disaster or whatever. I forget. Timmy failure. Timmy failure. We love Timmy failure. Yeah, we like Timmy. I like Timmy failure too, but I also like the. It's it's fascinating to me that the guy who directed Timmy failure also did. Uh, you know, like, in fact, won the Academy Award, like, what, four years ago for Spotlight, the story about the, uh, the, the, the Christian church, you know, scandal in Boston. And, and it's sort of like, wow, so you go from, from that to Timmy Failure. And it's like, I, I want to have a talk with your agent, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there was not a lot for, you know, I mean, you know, it, there was not a lot for, you know, exciting about uh, Disney Plus. And yes, here's Bob Iger trumpeting uh, at the earnings call that, you know, there were 26 million subscribers. And by the time they had the, um, the you know, uh, I want to say down in Nashville when they had the shareholders meeting and they're up to 29. But, you know, there there wasn't a lot exciting there. But suddenly, in, you know, two, you know, one, two punch, suddenly frozen Two is there, and uh, in fact, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that what Jimmy Kimmel tweeted out just today, but you know he was saying that he's seen Frozen Two now more than the people who made Frozen Two saw it. <laughs> and it <was> like, <laughs> you know, his blood type now is Disney Plus, you know, uh, or possibly Disney Funny. negative. And um, with Onward, you know, just that the. Um, 
it was more a case of, you know, um, well, first of all, again, it, it would just it completely shut down at theaters. Uh, you know, so there, there was no way that folks could see this. So, and more to the point, you know, um, you know, take for example, right now, if you walk into your local Target, they have end caps filled with the Blu-ray and DVD of uh, Frozen 2. But by moving up um, that release plan of, you know, three, you know, a full three months before it was supposed mm-hmm. to show up on Disney Plus, um, you've, you've totally diverted that revenue stream. But on the other hand, when you think about all of the goodwill you have, well, except, of course, Jimmy Kimmel's case, uh, <laughs> you know, from all those parents who were trapped at home with kids. Um, and the fact that, you know, again, us, you know, right now, uh, you know, if you're, you're desperate to have your children watching something other than Frozen 2, you can buy the, you know, digital HD download or onward and be playing it. Or if you wait till you, uh, till April 3rd, you can watch it on Disney Plus. But, um, let's let's also acknowledge here that Disney is not a charitable organization, and you're still paying nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents if you want to get onward, or for that matter, the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, likewise, yeah. you know, it, if you want to wait till April third to get uh, onward on Disney Plus, you're still paying at least six dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah. And by the way, if I'm I'm just going to put this out there, if I were a betting man. Uh, think about it. You know, we we got, uh, you know, we got Frozen. You know, this past weekend, uh, mm-hmm. showing up at Disney Plus, and then April third, uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, we have Onward showing up there, and mm-hmm. again, uh, Rise of Skywalker uh, became available. You know, a couple of days earlier on. Uh, you know, digital HD, and it showed up right. on Sunday rather than Tuesday. Um, if I were a betting man, I would say that three weeks after Onward shows up on Disney Plus, if we're still dealing with this, uh, I would bet you Rise of Skywalker is going to, you know, make its, you know, much ballyhoo debut on uh, Disney Plus, and and again, Disney will get all sorts of positive PR for that, um, you know, because oh, you're. you're we're happy parents. We're at home. We have something else that our children can watch over and over and over again. So. <laughs> that would be the first positive press they've gotten off of Rise of Skywalker yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I want my nineteen dollars back. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you know, I, I it says I'm literally sitting here holding the review copy that Walt Disney. Uh, Studios Home Entertainment sent me, and it's like still in its plastic. And I, I at this point, I'm trying to decide. Uh, people have said such good things about the. I guess there's a two hour documentary where they called the Skywalker Legacy. Yes, uh, that is supposedly mm-hmm. so much better than the actual film. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Which again, you know that, that that's you know it, it's you know it's what the the, the you know one of those compliments that really isn't a compliment like you know right. you don't sweat much right. for a fat girl you know so it's like <laughs> so, so you know you put uh, well, my 1999 on onward i didn't even get any extras probably because they didn't have time to make them but oh yeah yeah, yeah 1999 bare bones movie uh but on the other hand again for you know uh you know for those of us who are in it you know trapped there but i guess that's the other thing lynn and i were actually joking about this um 
you know, I mean, I, I, I say this in the kindest possible way. I, I, I totally empathize with folks who have kids home from school that they're, they're struggling to deal with, that are trying to figure out the, how to do their jobs from long distance and are worrying about, you know, family members in other parts of the country. But it's like, you know, I, I've been doing this job, you know, working for the, working on the web and, you know, uh, you know, podcasting, that sort of thing, you know, from my home since 2003. So, you know, this, you know, it's just sort of like, oh my God, it's, you know, I have, you know, you, you know, the president is saying stay home, but it's like, you know, so, so you're telling me it's a typical Tuesday. It's like, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Hey, can I ask you one more thing about Onward, uh, Jim? Because obviously when the numbers came out, they weren't great because it, it released under the threat of the coronavirus. Obviously, it affected uh, the release of the movie. I mean, have you heard what Disney's initial reaction to the movie was? Well, look, guys, you know, that, that if we're being completely honest here, this year there are two Pixar movies. All right. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. Soul, which is directed by Pete Docter. That's the guy who did Monsters Inc. You know, that's the guy who did it, you know, Inside Out. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, up. You know, so, uh, you know, right. there's a reason that one was released in June in that sweet spot, just as all the kids are getting out of school and. Uh, you yeah, know, and, and remember, Pete is the guy who also became the key creative at Pixar after John Lasseter left. So, you know, that they weren't necessarily, didn't already have huge expectations for Onward. You know, in fact, in the years previous when, you know, two, uh, you know, two films have come out. Um, I want to say there was the one year that it was Cars 3. And a uh, good dinosaur, and mm-hmm. you know, clearly, good dinosaur took the hit. Uh, I want to see. Uh, also, there was uh, the year with Coco, and I'm blanking the film that came out that year. Um, you know, just in years when two Pixar films has come out, there's always one that sort of gets thrown uh, into you know the the, the shadows that that you know that doesn't do as well because the other one sort of blocks out the sun but but you're mm-hmm. right Disney never expected these numbers you know they they, they thought they'd have uh, you know a modest hit you know and again the, the interesting thing when you're talking with Pixar it's like well it, it was a modest hit it only made you know 300 400 million dollars worldwide versus <laughs> you know versus something like Toy Story last year which you know that was a solid billion. Yeah. You know, uh, and just you know, that's, so, so that's the thing. They they were already um, dealing, you know, with sort of yeah, that that one will do okay, you know. But we're you know we're really looking forward to Milan. We're really looking forward to how you know Black Widow does. And now you know, um, you know, get, get, you know the interesting thing that get, in the studio at Disney, they think of those as event films. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, and, you know, they, they, they grabbed the release dates for those movies two years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're like jumbo jets, you know, that, that, you know, that, 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 you know, they, they were, they had their locked in release date they were cruising on. And, but what do you do with a jumbo jet when you know, all the runways around the world suddenly roll up and go away? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're 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 in a very very interesting space as as far as Disney is concerned. I gotta tell you, 
I, when it came to Onward, like I, I had high hopes for the film, not necessarily because they promoted it a lot, because I didn't mm-hmm. kind of feel like they didn't. But I, I was a fan of Beastly Kingdom, and I'm like, well, you know what? If this, if this hits, mm-hmm. this is a good film. When I watched it, I thought it was a really good film. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Toy Story. It wasn't mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, but I thought it was a really good film. And I was kind of hoping that if it hit just right, maybe we could, we would get like a representation of mythical creatures in Animal Kingdom or something like that, where they could bring it into the parks because I mean that's kind of a rich subject matter and it's kind of a area that they don't really use in the parks. But and and and, and look, let me start this up by saying just like you, you know, I I, I really enjoyed uh, onward. In fact, I, you know, I did Nancy and I actually went out this past Monday. Uh and you know, because we were hearing about a you know, there were theaters that were still open, but they were practicing social distancing. So I wanted to see what that was like. <laughs> and also, they were, you know, talk about, you know, all the theater chains closing. And, it, and sure enough, we saw it on Monday at the, the, the matinee. And the very next day, that theater was closed. Ooh. But, um, but yeah, if, if we're talking about Beastly Kingdom, I, you, you are aware of this, you know, the <laughs> Pandora, right? You know, oh, uh, oh yeah, they didn't, mean, they didn't need to put it in the exact same place they were going to put it. Just a mm. representation <laughs> of such, uh, you know, Dino Land, Chester and Hester, maybe there. Uh, well, I, okay, let let, <laughs> let let me walk you through what's about to happen, or or this. <laughs> I, I have to cost you. This was. The plan, oh, all uh, right. you know that. Um, well, first of all, again, you know, Disney just spent what seventy one point four billion dollars acquiring twentieth uh, century Fox's, you know, various film and television properties, and then, of course, promptly, you know, dropped the name Fox because you know who wants to use that, you know, so right. you know, got this whole twentieth thing. Uh, in fact, just this past month, uh, over on Disney Plus, the first uh, Ice Age movie. Uh, joined the rotation over there. Uh, they they previously had uh, what, I, what Ice Age, the Great Escapade, I want to say, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe one other of the holiday uh, specials. But um, yeah, you know the, the the pressure is on right now to to actually make use of um, the Fox properties and uh-huh. and Ice Age. You know, uh, it, I mean it, it's. It is the, um, you know, if you, you, you can literally, you can go over to Box Office Mojo right now. Uh, it's the, I, I want to say it was the number one animated film franchise. I think uh, Despicable Me Minions may have just passed it in the, the past year or so. Mm. Um, but, you know, so when you have, you know, you know I mean, think about it. You know, and number three in that pile is Toy Story. And, and look what Disney's done with that in the park. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, they're going to take advantage of this this really popular IP. And, you know, and again, it's you've got it's called the Animal Kingdom. And mm-hmm. it's got a section, you know, dedicated to animals that no longer exist, dinosaurs. And, you know, they haven't necessarily represented, you know, the the you know, what happened going into the Ice Age. So um, so yeah, Chester's and Hester's. Uh, you know, it's entirely possible Chester and Hester is going away. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing is that what's probably going to beat that though going into Animal Kingdom is, of course, you know, and look, you guys know they're already building uh, in you know to the first real expansion of size at Shanghai is this you know mm-hmm. Zootopia Land. 
Yeah. Um, yes. And, you know, for a part, and that's the other thing. Animal Kingdom isn't entirely kid friendly. Um, so a Zootopia land uh, that will, uh, the plan pretty much has always been to drop that on top of uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Again, uh, mm. the affection station stuff back there. And Having to take the train and everything still? Well, you know, and remember, you, you, you actually saw Judy Hops on a train, didn't you? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there, yeah. there's your, your transportation system over to Zootopia. Wow. Though, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's a number of imaginators who would quite happily tear that wow. thing down because it just, it, it's, it doesn't load particularly quickly. It doesn't have high capacity. That's one of the reasons why Rafiki's Planet Watch has the lowest numbers of any land in the park. It's just it's mm-hmm. hard to get to and hard to get back from. So if they had their way, you'd walk straight into Zootopia. And um, but yeah, I, you know that, that really don't be surprised. You know if we're having a conversation in the next five to ten years to see, you know those two properties, you know prominently positioned in that park. Uh, and again, you know, in, in the front half. So, uh, you know, again, when it's, it's six o'clock and, you know, the lion has to go back to his barn and have a sandwich, uh, you know, uh, you, know you can still be in that park. You can still be yeah. in there enjoying yourself. So, well, um, yeah, that's what concerns me about moving forward is like, so projects is, do you foresee now bringing it back to the whole issue of the coronavirus, like upcoming projects? Cause I was worried about like, Clearly, the projects that are, that are being built right now, like you were talking about before with Remy and with um, Guardians and everything like that, they're going to be finished at some point. But like Mary Poppins, I don't think they've even started on that. Um, uh, well, <sighs> I, you know, I, I'm honestly surprised that I, I will be surprised if the uh, what is it? The Epcot Preview Center. What are they calling the thing with the wraparound screen? The Epcot Experience? Oh, the former audit. Yeah. <laughs> That kind of experience, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Formerly known as Odyssey. <laughs> yes, yeah, the prince's favorite, right? You know, a quick service restaurant. <laughs> um, no, I, I will honestly be surprised if when the park reopens, that that footage is still shown. I'm going to get to remember that Bob Chapek uh, is the guy now calling the shots. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. we have. You know, uh, we have, you know, Bob Iger, you know, quote unquote, creative chairman or whatever his job title is now uh, till 2021. But ultimately, this is Bob calling, you know, the other Bob, Bob Chapek calling the shots. And, you know, Bob's the one who shoehorned in a lot of IP to the parks. But Bob is also a guy, remember, came out of consumer products. Uh, and he lives and dies by the spreadsheet, in, in particularly what's selling in the parks. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed Mary Poppins Returns. I thought they everybody did a great job. The, the end result was a really good movie, and I, the one that I think will pass the test of times, but it really didn't burn up the box office, and it certainly didn't sell a lot of merch. Mm. And so, you know, if facing that those that situation, those sorts of numbers, why would you go forward? <laughs> With building this now, I mean, again, you got to remember that the original plan for Mary Poppins was, um, do you remember in, in the film Mary Poppins Returns, they were having a, a, you know, a spring fair in the park? Yeah. You know, that that's where you got the nowhere, uh, nowhere to go but up song. The yeah. balloons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. And oh, if you yeah, remember. Everybody got up. Yep. 
And remember, it had a Ferris wheel. It had a merry-go-round. You know, so there were, it, the idea was they were going to actually build. In fact, uh, this is the original plan. If you know the UK Pavilion, or you know that little park that's behind it, that's sort of the buffer between the UK Pavilion and World Show Place, that giant, you know, inflated balloon type, uh, you know, uh, the temporary structure yes. that used to hold the Millennium Village that never went away. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Meet and greet land. Yeah. So uh, here's what was supposed to happen on the backside of the UK Pavilion, they were going to retheme. That's you know that side of this you know the building to Cherry Tree Lane. You're going to have Admiral Boom's house. You're going to have the Banks house, and then uh, you know if you know and Bert and oh, excuse me Jack you know uh, Jack and Mary from Mary Poppins Returns would do a meet and greet there, and but across the street would be the park with you know you know a couple of of basically off the shelf attractions, uh, the merry go round, a Ferris wheel. You know, you know, recreating that moment out of the movie, and which would then add just a little extra ride capacity to, um, you know, uh, to the you know uh, the UK Pavilion area, um, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, I, I I guess on the back of um, Anna and Elsa's Royal Summer House uh, with its you know three meet and greets <laughs> and that sort of thing. Excellent pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, okay. <laughs> so, you know, that, you know, I'm, I'm still can't, you know, in fact, I, that it was talking prior to the shutdown of the park uh, with a friend there where they're literally counting down the days till Anna and Elsa can go back to their film one outfits because <laughs> there were so many little girls who come through the door and now it's, you know, Anna in her ice goddess outfit uh, and, you know, and then Queen, or, or, I mean, Elsa in her, uh, her goddess outfit and Queen Anna. And these little kids kind of, you know, stand in the door and like, no, you don't look like yourself. You know, no, I don't want my picture taken with you. Um, <laughs> so, so they Stranger like, danger. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's I do not recognize you. So it's like, can we go back to the f- first film's outfits that they know? Um, but yeah, that they were looking to, uh, you know, create a, a th- sort of a two slot or a three slot uh, Mary Poppins meet and greet so you know same thing you you, you know that, that they have capacity but but you know it's you know why build a, you know three meet and greets for a movie that people didn't go to right. um, <laughs> you know so that and that's the thing bob is again lives and dies by spreadsheets so it's just sort of like as far as bob's concerned it's like you know um uh, i mean hell they did disney had set aside 70 million dollars to change out the three Caballeros ride at Mexico into a Coco Pavilion. And they, you know, I mean, that plan has existed since what? Uh, 2016, 2017? Yeah. And, but, you know, that they felt in the end, it's like, well, Coco's a good movie, but I don't think it did the numbers uh, to justify, you know, that sort of change out. And, you know, that movie damn near made a billion dollars worldwide. I mean, it, you know, but it, so if Disney's not going to go forward with doing a ride based on Coco, you know, why the hell would they do a meet and greet for you know Mary Poppins Returns? So that's pretty much fallen off the table. 
Um, it's, I, I guess what I'm saying here, guys, is remember when uh, Jay Rizzullo and Tob Stagg swapped jobs when, you know, they were effectively doing the bake-off to see <laughs> who'd be uh, Bob Iger's EP? Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say Rizzullo was the CFO and Stagg's, uh, no, Stagg's was the, the CFO. Rizzullo was in charge of the parks and they literally swapped jobs. And Rizzullo uh, had set up, that was when the new Fantasyland was coming and it had those three elaborate meet and greet things where, you know, it wasn't just the uh, Belle in her cottage. It was also, uh, what is it, uh, uh, you know, Briar Rose in the woodcutter's cabin from Sleeping Beauty. And then around mm-hmm. the other side was the Tremaine Chateau. And, you know, you were you were going to get to see... Uh, you know, actually be there at the moment when uh, sleeping, uh, excuse me, uh, the fairy godmother gave uh, Cinderella her gown. And then she, for some odd reason, oh, I, I can go to the ball got later. Let me meet with you kids, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Jay had signed off of that stuff and they were already beginning the site prep for the giant building that those two meet and greets were going to be inside of and you know, one side was the uh, the woodcutter's cottage, and the other side was the Tremaine's chateau. And uh, and Stags came through the door, and Stag has has little boys. You know, he and it's like we're doing three princess meet and greets. No, no, no we're not doing that. Uh, and that's where Seven Dwarfs uh, Mind Train came from. So right. we're kind of honestly in that very same moment again. You know, it's now with Chapek in charge. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, it's Bob Iger who ultimately said, okay, you know, go ahead. You can build that stuff. You can do what you're going to do to Epcot. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, on the other side of this, um, what actually has been announced, uh, you know, and, and, and gets built. I mean, remember after the 2008 financial correction, you know, Disney had already done all of that publicity, for mm-hmm. Hyperion Wharf, um, you know, the, the original replacement for Pleasure Island. Yeah. Right. Uh, likewise, you know, I remember getting all sorts of calls the day on the Walt Disney World portal when they actually accidentally put up the file for the Monsters, Inc. Uh, laugh coaster uh, that oh, was yeah. was going to be built inside of the old uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, space. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow. you know, uh, same thing, 2008, financial correction, that fell off the table. And, I mean, people it, it have to remember, everyone's focusing right now on the parks being closed because of the coronavirus. But remember, you know, there was also, you know, all of the value that company stock just lost, all of the money that they're losing because the parks are closed. And, uh, yeah, we're going to see a, a, a significant number of announced projects either get delayed or, or turned off entirely. So, uh, so again, I'm just yeah. full of good news tonight. Are you, 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 you guys are really regretting at this point inviting me on, aren't you? So. I, I do have a quick question for you. If you, oh, if you got a second. Um, since you mentioned this already, uh, to me, this is akin to or has a vibe of uh, a 9-11 event Mm -hmm. um and do you foresee the prices in the parks going down do you foresee you know that we're going to be living in that kind of a world that pre-9-11 situation where you know they're having trouble filling occupancy they're having you know to 
you know, cut programs and things like that? Or is there going to be so much pent up demand that it will actually be the opposite where with the 50th anniversary coming and things like that, where people are just going to get bombarded? Like, I don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, obviously we're hoping for this, the second, but I, I got a, a bad feeling in my stomach that it could go the other way as well. Well, all right. Now, now think about it. You know, that the, if we're going back to nine eleven, you know, we had, you know, you know the the plane go planes go into the towers. We had the plane go into, you know, the Pentagon. We had that that poor group of people who took back the plane, but it still went down in, in the field in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, really, that was more about you know, wow, you know, we are we safe on planes? Uh, you know, and 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 in this case, you know, it's we're fighting it, it, as. President Trump just said, we, that this is an invisible enemy. You know, the, the, yeah. the fact that, uh, you, you, know, you know, everyone's doing their best to practice social distancing, but you know, the people are still, you know, I mean, we're, we're still seeing the, the numbers go up. Um, I'm, I'm going to bet that on the other side of this, um, it's, it's got to be number two. You know, that, that once there's, um, you know, once people are, are confident enough, you know, that, that okay, we've, we've got our, you know, we've just got a handle on this health-related issue. I mean, it's it's not a question of the transportation systems. You know, I mean, remember, you know, after 9-11, when you finally got on a plane, how nervous we all were, and yet everybody sort of oh, looking yeah. around the plane like, you know, <laughs> you're not a high jacket, you don't have a, you know, you know, it just... You know, if we were all ner- you know, whereas in this case, it's it's more to the effect of okay, if provided you're not coughing, you know, I'm happy to see you. Uh, <laughs> and no, I, I I think if anything, you know, in a weird sort of way, Disney is oddly positioned again because this 50th anniversary thing. Um, you know, that, that they'll have a banner year next year, uh, but again, that, that's conditional on us actually knocking down the curve. You know that that you know if we can flatten that curve and if we can avoid the situation with the Spanish flu, the you know, uh, you know mm-hmm. that there's no second outbreak or that sort of thing. Um, you know, again, you know, all of these people who are calling you about, you know, you know, when can I go? How can I, you know, reschedule my trip? That sort of thing. Uh, you know, they, they've been trapped in their house. They're cooped up. They want some <laughs> Disney real bad. You know, so 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 they're gonna want to go. You know. Um, but at the you know, but at the same time, it's just sort of like, are we talking? You know, in fact, I, I have to tell you, nobody is more anxious about when does this get resolved than my daughter, who last October booked herself the for the first week of May mm-hmm. uh, a trip to Japan so she could go do the two uh, Disney parks there, uh, as well as Universal Studios Japan. In fact, what's killing her? Is she had timed her trip because she wanted to be among the first to you know get to experience Nintendo Land, which now of course wow. is you know oh, yes. never going to be open on time. Um, but but yeah, she, she's got her rail pass booked, and uh, you know I'm I'm really pulling actually you know for Japan and China to get their act together, uh, so she gets to actually do this trip, and I'm I'm hoping. That, you know, all of the experts, you know, that, yeah, this is April. You know, by April, we can start, start to get back to normal. I, you know, I don't, June concerns me, and I don't know where we're going to be if it, it is, in fact, July or August. So, 
let's all be hopeful and it's it's April May so yeah well to your point Jim I mean they they really they have not offered a whole lot in the way of discounts like in the cruises yeah they're like here's 25 percent more please rebook with us yeah they're about ready to cancel I'm sorry go ahead well, no, 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 no. I mean, and and let's be completely honest here. Disney is offering 25% off because of, you know, what happened to the Princess Cruises and, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. The entire cruise industry, you know, got a black eye because of what went on with those ships. And, you know, then again, you know, that, the, you know, how they bobbled the, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, when they, you know, they, they, they supposedly isolated all those members of the folks in Japan and then allowed them flow to go home and, you know, how many of them wound up being infected. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, the Disney got, Disney Cruise Line got caught up in that. That's not um, necessarily, uh, you know, that, that 25% is to, to come back to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, please disregard went off at, at Princess. <laughs> come back to us. So. But, like, they're not doing anything like that with the parks. They're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll rebook you. No no cancellation fees, no changing. No, no, we'll, we'll rebook you. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not offering any special – we're not giving you aggressive discounts to make you uh, feel safer about getting on an airplane and feel safer about being – I mean, these queues and these rides are all based upon the idea of packing as many people in there as possible. They are. And, they are. Right. But, right now, but, I mean, that seems to be a model that everyone's like, stay away. So the well, idea that they're, they don't seem to be panicking right now. Well, are, are, are you familiar with, there's a great uh, book about um, the Disney theme parks. It literally has the title, The Architecture of Reassurance. And, you know, that, that well worth seeking out. It was, was part of a traveling exhibit that was put together for Imagineering back in, I want to say, the late 90s or thereabouts. But that's the thing. You know, that, that's, you know, think about it. There are so many people who won't necessarily travel the real world, but love mm-hmm. the small world. You know, <laughs> you know I just said, you know, that they're, you know, they, you know, that's the thing. Disney doesn't feel like they have to discount because they know how strong their product is. They know how desperate, in fact, to, to go back to, uh, to Tohoku earthquake results, you know, again, after those six weeks of the park being closed, again, it, it's in the Leslie Iwerks uh, documentary. You can watch mm-hmm. the footage of the day they opened the park and the people, the Japanese people who run in tears to the Mickey meet and greet and are hugging him and thanking him for reopening yeah. his park, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I needed this. I needed to get out of my house. I needed to be here. Um, we're going to see that, you know, uh, you know, it, when the Disney parks reopen here in the States or for that matter in France or, you know, Tokyo or Shanghai or Hong Kong. You know, that, that, you know, <laughs> there's this whole subset of people. It's just like, this, this literally is my happy place. And I'm not happy until I can get there. And Disney knows that they have those customers. They they have, you know, <laughs> they have an amazing data collection system. And they know exactly where we are and exactly what we spend. And trust me, when they're open again, we're, you know, <laughs> you, you know it's like, hi, oh, the 2050 mail from, hey. Come on back, you know. So, so. <laughs> oh my god, Jim! Look, I've got I've got a thousand more questions here. I'm over exaggerating, but I've got a bunch more questions I could ask you. But we've got a limited amount of time left. I understand. 
Can I, can I ask you a couple questions that our listeners sent to us real quick? Sure, 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 sure. And you can an- answer them as quickly as you can, because I know mm-hmm. you get time's a factor here and certainly don't want to keep you. Uh, but first... Like our lightning round. Yeah, lightning <laughs> round. Why do the attractions keep breaking down? Well, why did the attract? Why were the contractions breaking down? I think he's talking about Haunted Mansion and um, Jungle Cruise and all the stuff like that. What was going on with that? That's what they want to know um, from you. I- Okay, it's a teeny bit of deferred maintenance. Uh, you know, again, remember, but you both in both cases, you're talking about ride systems. You know, the, 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 the attractions open the park in '71. Um, in fact, I want to say that you know, I don't know if you've heard the stories about what basically happened with uh, Haunted Mansion, but supposedly a doom buggy. You remember how you come out of the attic and you're supposed to turn around. Yeah. Uh, out of the attic. And go down the hill backwards. Um, Mm -hmm. For some odd reason, the doom buggies uh, coming out of the attic went down face forward. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the poor people in the cars were suddenly hanging out, and then then when they stopped it halfway down there, because clearly something was going on, people were holding themselves in the cars. Uh, you know, uh, oh my God. well, and they're not supposed to pull down the safety bar because the, the ghosts will do that. Well, there you go. That, that that's probably. <laughs> yeah. <what> Oops. <laughs> yeah, that's like a sure test of their restraining system. <laughs> but you know, if you talk with Disney World veterans, it's just like, look, you know, <laughs> there have been jungle, you know, uh, jungle cruise boats that have sunk in the past. The difference is not everybody was carrying a phone. You know, they, they right. could immediately record it and put that up on the internet. You know, um, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, me personally, I wish that that they they'd had you know cell phones back in the days in in '88 when Maelstrom first opened up because the boats there were originally glued right down the middle. Uh, you know, because again, because you get that distinct Viking uh, longboat shape. Yeah. And remember, they have those belts that power you through it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they went with this third party who built the boats. And I guess it was like three weeks in, the boats would literally split down the middle. And, <laughs> you know, it's, so, you know, they would pull into the offload area. And it's like, you know, the, 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 the people are sitting in, you know, six inches of water. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's like um, Herbie the Love Bug kind of split. <laughs> Please go see our scenic film now while you, you drip on the carpet. So. All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Second question: Was there ever? Uh, this must be because we've talked about it recently. Was there ever plans for a Gravity Falls attraction in Disney World? Uh no. And it, it's it's not like Alex Hirsch, you know, hasn't tried. In fact, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> again, a wonderful guy to follow on Twitter, by the way. I, you know, and, and, and I don't know if you remember from the. The first uh, or the last couple of episodes of Gravity Falls, where they they had the weird Magetum story yeah, arc. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Alex, to his credit, earlier this week, you know, you know, tweeted out one of the images, you know, from the tail end of the episode with those giant monsters wandering around Gravity Falls, and you know, mm-hmm. are you guys seeing this stuff too? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, 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 no. I, I in fact, it was. Uh, one of the, the, the things that kind of broke my heart, there were, like, I want to say, like, three D23 Expos ago or, you know, or thereabouts. They actually recreated the interior of the Mystery Shack there. And you ah. could, you know, 
go behind the yeah. counter and get oh. your picture taken and you know, and of course, Disney fans being the wonderful, thoughtful group of people that they are, you know, I guess they began carrying off the props. And it was by, oh, God. By the, by the time I got there, there, there was a rather surly guard. It's like, no, you can't stand where your grunkle stand stood. Now get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Very that terrible. is terrible. Very terrible. Yeah. Like the spork situation, yeah. Like naked pussy. Next question: uh, Any rumors of there being changes with Fast Pass Plus? Uh, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's especially coming into or, or coming out of what we're dealing with COVID nineteen. Um, you know, as I understand it, there's there. There's going to be a period where, you know, the, the whole virtual queuing and that sort of thing. The very thing you were talking about earlier about the notion of you think about how many of the queues are built with that, you know, back and forth switchback and that sort of thing. Um, I, you know, I know there have been discussions about FastPass Plus, like, you know, the, the, whether it's you're creating a revenue stream where, you know, you book a certain vacation package, you know, the, you could get so many, you know, pre-book or, you know, in fact, you know, there's the, the, they refer to it actually as the Rockstar Fast Pass, where literally you can walk up and, and get onto anything. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, you know, you can only sell so many of those a day. Uh, right. But, you know, a lot of that stuff, honestly, you know, was quietly on the table for the 50th anniversary. I would be surprised if they don't kick the can on that right now. And pivot very much so to this sort of virtual queue. At least till uh, everybody's, you know, a, a little less nervous about, you know, you know, being in line. And you know, sure. and, and face it, how would you do a queue right now and reinforce social distancing? Especially since little kids just do not get the idea. You know, mm-hmm. they can't get the concept. Um, so, oh yeah, the first thing that pops in my head is the Winnie Pooh scene one. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, last question, I think. Here, uh, when might we see Marvel add its e-ticket attraction to Avengers Campus, and what might it be? Uh, well, I mean, they've been uh, really upfront about what uh, the the marquee attraction is. It's the the Quinjet thing. Uh, you know, uh, you know the the whole notion of you 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 fly to Wakanda with and join the Avengers in a battle. Um, and uh, initially, um, in fact, what's interesting is you can look at the, the plan for the Avengers campus uh, for Hong Kong. And, you, I mean, you can see the Iron Man experience and the, uh, you know, the, the Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, micro-adventure, I think it's called, or micro-battle. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But on the other side of the railroad tracks was where uh, the, the big building for the Quinjet was going to be built. And um, what's interesting about the Avengers campus that's being built in Anaheim uh, is the Quinjet uh, adventure was supposed to be built uh, toward the back of the Timon parking lot uh, behind Tower of Terror. But again, remember, guys, you know, that there were all sorts of timetables and all sorts of plans for these things Mm -hmm. that, you know, post stock drop, post uh, coronavirus, um, you know, I, 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 I would be incredibly hesitant at this point to put times and dates on, on any of those because, you know, that's a huge investment at a time when, frankly, 
Disney parks and resorts are, are kind of in recovery mode for a while. Mm. And, uh, you know, they will be making do with what they have. In fact, um, to, you know, put one little, you know, last bit of info on the table. I mean, I think we've all seen the concept art for the kind of island in the sky thing that they were supposed to build for Epcot as part of a world celebration. It was going to be that, you know, elevated pavilion where, you know, people, you know, they were going to hold events in it, and but it's got trees and such up on the top. It would have, you know, an amazing view of the new Epcot nighttime uh, extravaganza. Uh, that? I'm hearing is is one of the casualties uh, of what's going on right now. That uh, it certainly won't make it for the fiftieth, uh, and it's kind of unlikely at this point that it it's going to make it at all. So uh, wow, that's depressing. That is unfortunate. Well, yeah. but but again, it's 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 reality. You know, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm still upset that we didn't get the monsters in coaster. You know, and that was 2008. But <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, you have to put on your big boy pants at some point. And <laughs> well, I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. Sam, behind me in line, I'm still holding my Mr. Toad protest sign. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for the Japan coaster. So. <laughs> wow. <Fuji>. Okay. <laughs> See, we'll all be meeting in the, the Disney depressive church basement yeah. soon. <laughs> so. we'll have a drink at the Odyssey or the Epcot Expedition. What is it called now? I, I, I forget the experience last very last question jim okay because i'm sure this is what everybody would like to hear you say right now give them some kind of a sense of your impression gun to the head or best guess scenario whatever analogy you you would like what is your best guess as to when disney parks stateside will reopen Uh, okay Uh, again we talked earlier about you know you know the florida tourism economy uh, and, and just think about it. just this, you know, in the last 48 hours or so, we, we've seen them close the beaches and, and reluctantly shoo away the spring breakers. Um, they, Florida, you know, wants this done, you know, early April. You know, because again, April school vacation, everybody, you know, for, uh, in the East, uh, you know, <laughs> they want those people to come down there. Um, what they want and what they're going to get, you know, are two different things. I, you know, people I've spoken with the company, and again, you got to remember the power base, the money's made in Florida, the power base is California. Mm-hmm. Uh, California is like, I don't know, I, you know, just everything they're seeing is May, you know, uh, May, June. So, uh, you know, it's, that's the problem right now. You have, the state that want what the state of Florida wants and what Disney corporate headquarters, you know, in California is resigned to. So I guess best case scenario, uh, second week of April or thereabouts, uh, you know, but honestly, again, this is all about flattening the curve. And, uh, you know, given what, you know, for example, Disney doesn't just operate theme parks, it also puts movies out in theaters. And what, you know, the exhibitors are being told is be ready for the theaters, not, you know, that you won't be able to open your theater until June. So, um, so how about that? that? How's that for a non-answer answer? So Perfect. Absolutely. In okay. these uncertain times, you nailed it, I think. Hmm. I really, I mean, look, seriously, I mean, I'm looking at like with the Disneyland, uh, they just announced that spring discount offer. That went April 19th through June 18th. So I think you were right in the ballpark. I think you, you probably nailed it. 
Yeah, you know, there's, I, to be honest, I wish I was wrong. But, uh, you know, I really hope that they can, you know, turn this around by April. You know, if only so my daughter can get on a plane and go to Japan and, you know, or, you know get to see the parks over there. But um, we will see. We will see. Best wishes to your daughter. Jim, you are worth a dozen king cakes. Can I tell you? I mean... <laughs> you know, but you have to explain that the, the Danny was very nice and and sent me and Nancy a king cake. Uh, I do want to remind you, I am a diabetic, so if you send me a dozen king cakes, oh, no. this this will be my last appearance on your show. Oh, so. oh no, 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 never again. Hold up, wait, stop. No, I didn't know that. Oh, Shoot, okay. I'm going to get you like in the Omaha steaks or something, Jim. I'm so oh, sorry. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> no. Cakes without, uh, the sugar, without the sugar. Okay, guys, I'm 61. Okay, at this point, you know, if you're sending gift baskets, make it brand muffins. Okay, again, I'm just sort of like. So. <laughs> done. Done and done. done. So. Cranberry apple. Muffins for there you go. Pile on the fiber. There we go. <laughs> Boy, is it to, to end the show on oversharing? Okay, so no, I'm apologetic. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm oh, no, so no, 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 no. It was. It was. Everyone else in my family enjoyed it greatly, and, and in fact. You know, poor Nancy was the one who found the little plastic baby, which is, again, <laughs> such a wonderful but weird, cost, you know, uh, custom. <laughs> well, do you know like, what that hey. means? Jim, do you know well, that, that means? Well, that means they have to host the party next year, right? Or that means yes. you have to buy the next king cake. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Boy, Nancy's going to love that. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out something else to send to you. I I'm so sorry. No, it was such, it was such a, a, a nice surprise, a very thoughtful gift, and it's very appreciated. And, you know, and I, I wave to it from a distance. Okay, so don't, don't worry about it. So. No, no, that's what we Southerners do. We feed people. And, you know, we're <laughs> mistake made, learned. We no, will no, no, uh, adjust no, 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 no. going forward. Okay. So. But, that, dude, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being, uh, you know, a part of the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on here. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you helping to clarify things because, uh, yeah, we're all in living in uncertain times. So, well, but at the same time, you know, thank you to you guys because face it, there are a lot of people sitting at home right now who, you know, again are just trapped and desperate for entertainment. So, the fact that, you know, again, this is a Saturday night. I mean, mind you, what like we could go out and do something else, but oh, uh, right, <laughs> but again, it's just it's nice that you guys continue to do this and keep at it because you know, it's a, a, you know, you, you do a great show and. And frankly, you know, we need distractions at this time. Absolutely. And look, honestly, really, and, and express our, I hope Lynn is okay. I mean, living in New York. Oh, and- I was, Lynn and I recorded two shows on Thursday. And, you know, Lynn was talking about the fact that, you know, he, he was down in Florida. Uh, and, you know, for, you know, like the last night or two. And, and went over to Publix uh, on, a, on his way. And, he, he, you know, it, it was, you know, it was just describing the, the Publix at Crossroads where it had this very, you know, Dawn of the Dead vibe. You know, there were carts strewn over the parking lot. You know, you know <laughs> clearly people in Florida were not watching out for one another. And, and then he flew back to New York and, again, hardened, you know, the, the, the mean-spirited New York. And said, there, everybody gets that, you know, what we're dealing with. And, and 
you know, was talking about how, for example, in his apartment building that everybody was lining up at a respectful distance for, to use the elevator. Uh, but they all, everybody understood that, you know, instead of us all crawling into the elevator because it's Corona, we'll all have to use it one at a time. And, you know, just everybody in, in New York gets social distance. Everyone else is supporting them. So it's just this wonderful inversion of, you know, what you would think that, you know, uh, and, and, and when you think of that, New York is actually one of the hotbeds of COVID infection right now. And the yeah. fact that they're, they're all getting together to get through it. Where, you know, in Florida, it's like, that's my bread. And shank somebody. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mass hysteria. Well, from now on, I'll send the king cakes to Lynn and I'll send something different to you. <laughs> okay. They worry about okay. Bread, I, 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 I'm sure he would appreciate that. And I, I, I appreciate it as well. I, I, I got the little plastic baby sitting on my counter right now. So, oh, oh, awesome. Jim, thank you so much for the endless entertainment, the knowledge. I, I've told this to Kevin before. I mean, you were absolutely the first voice in podcasting that I heard that really got me interested in this as a, as a medium. And I, I've always, I've often referred to you as the pod father. Uh, oh. So thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. I mean, I'm, I feel honored that you would even, you know, be on our show, but honored. thank you so much for taking the time to do this, especially during these times. Appreciated the invitation and keep up the good work guys. And hopefully we'll all be back at the parks you know, enjoying $5 sodas. Well, what am I talking about? I'm a diabetic. I'll put in my $5 <laughs> bottle of water. So, so. Thank you. Here, here. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. All right, guys. Well, we hoped you enjoyed that discussion with Jim Hill himself. If you want to learn more about us and how to get a king cake, <laughs> magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us the email at showupmagicord.com. You can leave us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget or call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815... Randazzos! 669-4226. And, of course, we got a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. Number one, we got Eli, does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got going on, sir. Oh, yeah. You know the story. It's all about the glory. I mean, virus and that, I still got to be in my house, so why not spend the time drawing, right? Uh, you can check out the artwork there for uh, Ivory Comics website. You can see artwork for Project Geisha, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. Of course, there's a link to this podcast, so you never miss an episode. Uh, Facebook.com, you can find me at Eli H. Ivory. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, been hanging out there, so you can find me there at eivory504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, then uh, you're just bringing me to gladness. You guys stay safe. And, guys, if you got hope alive, still within your soul, and you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World or any Disney destination, you could do so through Lee of Magical Moments Vacation. And for that matter, any destination, right? So, Lee, tell them how to do this, sir. Yes, please, please, please book a vacation. <laughs> probably want to do it sometime from May, probably like May or June on, and you'll be you'll be tight. So, yeah. You want to do that? Just give me a call at 832 431 1621. You can email me at lee at magicourway.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash lost to be travel. 
on Instagram. You got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Please book any time of Vika. <laughs> and guys, look, if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can buy some beignets right there on the homepage, buy some of our clothing. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And remember, we're part of the BS Podcast Network, so be sure to support those guys over there. And also, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind and connect with all of us, you can do so in the Moeek and Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all the famous Moeekans as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly. And guys, look, we thank you for taking the time out of your day each week to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions always are welcome on this podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up basically anything you can find in the grocery store right now. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway podcast. What I'm not. Podcast and talking Disney and drawing. I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>